and welcome to the Postmodern Art Podcast, a podcast dedicated to giving artists who are wilding the world over the platform they deserve. I am your host, Nathan Raglan, and for today's episode, let's keep it simple, shall we? Today's guest is Dubis Gubis, an animator whose simple cartoons bring forth hilarious results to everyone on the internet, certainly lighting up everyone that sees it. Look, I'm just going to cut straight to the chase. This was a hilarious episode. I'm pretty sure I spent at least half the episode laughing like crazy because the energy that Dubis brought to this episode is absolutely incredible, and I know you guys are going to enjoy it. If you certainly do enjoy it and want to see more from Dubis, if you're not already, make sure to check out his links in the description below. If you enjoy the podcast, make sure you like, share, subscribe, or follow whatever audio streaming platform you prefer. Five stars, please, wherever you can. I see that stuff. I absolutely love it. If you enjoy the podcast and want a place to discuss it further, or at least meet other people that may love the podcast, or just art in general, maybe you should consider joining the Discord server, The Artist Sanctuary. There you can, once again, meet incredible people, get to connect, maybe collab, create some incredible opportunities among the people within this community. Link to that will be in the description below. Another link you can find to help support the podcast would be the Patreon. There you can see exclusive behind-the-scenes content such as early releases of episodes, cut content, and so much more. Support the podcast on Patreon today. But now, without further ado, please enjoy the Postmodern Art Podcast. Okay, one second. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> My bad, I was not expecting that. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you wonderfully. I, I, I like to... I didn't have actually a reason. I was going to say I was trying to scare you, but I just was lazy and didn't want to respond. <laughs> Would you laugh if, like, while I was waiting for you, I was actually watching your videos to kind of prep myself for this? <laughs> Actually, I would stroke my massive ego and say, of course you were. Oh, fuck. So fucking funny. Holy shit. Oh, yes. I knew it going in. Anyway, yeah. How's it going? Uh, I went out to get some Popeyes. It wasn't really an errand. I was just hungry. Well, there you go. Hey, I can't complain with that. Yeah, yeah there we go. Also, um, I'm sure, you, I don't know how often you use Discord, but um, Discord can be a dick to me at times. So uh, oh, yeah. there might be a time to where like halfway through the conversation, I just dip for no apparent reason. That doesn't mean that the conversation's over. It's just, it's restarting on I'm me. I'm aware, yeah. trust me. I was once in a live stream and there was like 20 people in the call and like I, I didn't hear half of them and people were at, talking, looking at me like I was crazy because I was only responding to half the people. And then I realized it just wasn't letting me hear half of the people in the call. And I only realized that halfway through and I had to clarify it and up to that point I sounded like a fucking psychopath I was, I was just coughing in the middle of people not talking you know that thing where you do where it's like no one's saying anything you go yeah exactly and I assume no one was talking but there was a person giving a fucking monologue and I didn't hear it because discord was being stupid oh wow like, it's even weirder is it was the person who owned the damn server so I don't know why it chose her as the one to fuck up oh that that has to be like crushing uh, like even just a little yeah. bit <laughs> felt like such an ass i was like what the fuck it's like i'm just i, I i'm sorry I, I, there's not so much i can control isn't technology just beautiful more than anything else <laughs> uh, listen i have to i can't just say oh man technology's stupid i wouldn't have my fucking career without technology no so I'm no just gonna i fucking I, take it with what little... like listen you gotta deal with it you gotta deal with it's bullshit you know I, th I that's why i love to say that the internet is a unique beast and i just deal with it for whatever it gives me all right <laughs> yeah yeah three Two, one. Carly. 
<laughs> Clever, I just referenced something. You shouldn't laugh at that frowning right now. I, I, I'm sorry that I get the reference. Um, <laughs> all right, Dubis, before we really get going, I must ask the icebreaker question of the podcast. Let's say you get an opportunity to go to a desert island on your own accords. It's just you, alone with your thoughts. You get to kick back, relax, breathe, finally. To help make sure you don't go completely insane, though, you can bring one piece of media or one piece of art with you to help with the, the relaxing vibes you're trying to go for. If given this opportunity, what would that one piece be? Be a fucking noose. I'd kill myself. I have nothing to do. <laughs> that's, ter- that's terrible. That was good. I'm sorry. I was like, I was holding that in, and I was like, "Can I say it?" And I'm like, "Fuck it, I'm saying it." No, no. But anyway, but... <laughs> to actually answer the question, I'd need to think. Probably bring a Persona game, honestly, okay. just because there's a lot to do. I know that has nothing to do with my content. <laughs> I know nothing about my videos implies. Oh yeah, this is a Persona reference, but like, if I am being realistic, it is the probably the best thing for just having a lot to fucking do. There you Either go. that or one of those open world games. I don't know which one I'd pick. Yeah. Mass Effect. I fucking loved Mass Effect as a as a, when I was a teenager. That's fair. That's fair. I was gonna say uh, going back to the going back to the Persona games for a second. Um, it's one of those I've only recently like really gotten into the Persona games, especially like five yeah. because of how like you know up to date. Fucking and, hard to you. It used to be so hard to play the last three goddamn games because they <laughs> literally waited like ten years to put four on Steam and they just barely re-released three. I had to find like. A fucking old, I had to go in the PS3 store and find in the back the old version of PS3, which is of Persona 3, which is still there. But now you also have to go through this extra step to like putting currency just to put currency in a PS3 game in the PS3 store. So it's so <laughs> difficult to just play the third game and just find it. Most people don't even know it's there. Like, I don't know why they make it so hard to re release these things. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, the Discord thing happened. <laughs> Shit, we're fucking five minutes in. Thanks. Okay. Oh, this is encouraging. Uh, I know. I, I I went on a rant about buying Persona games, and I don't know how any of it came through. No, no, it came through. It, it came through. It came through talking about how you had to go through the the PS3 and not adding like currency to a PS3 store, which is the whole thing. So you have to like go. No, no, you have to go to their website. So they, instead of removing the PS3 store, like I said, they were doing. Now you have to go to the website and enter a certain amount that's preset into a card and then enter that code to use that money on the PS3. It is a fucking headache. And that's the only current way you can play Persona 3 without getting an old PS2. It's like, fuck you. Just release the damn file on a PC. You made it on a computer, Atlas. I'm sure you can do it. <laughs> well, aren't, aren't they about to, to release like the three pack of three, four, and five? Yeah, but PS- they're going to release the portable version, which is basically there's a lot less, there's there's no not as many 3D models, and you mostly just see it like a visual novel. It's kind of a downgraded version. It's stupid. That's, that's interesting. <laughs> I, I don't know. Just release both of them. That's my fucking take. So long, anyway. so long and the short of it, at the end of the day, one of the Persona games, that's your answer. You're locking that in. Probably. Okay. Uh, yeah, probably five. Um, I like three story more, but the combat sucks, so I guess I'm going with five. All right, then. Yeah, that's fair enough more than anything else. If that's the case, I cannot think of a better way to start the Postmodern Art Podcast. Welcome, everyone. I am your host, Nathan Raglan. Feel free to like, share, subscribe on whatever audio streaming platform you prefer. I'm a part... Uh, you can... Yeah. Dang it. Words. <laughs> you can support the podcast on Patreon. Uh, words are a part of the English language. Congrats. They, they really, figured it out. Thank you. The cookie. You can, <laughs> you can support... No, the, I'm such a dick. 
No, I'm loving it. Trust me. Um, you can support yeah. the podcast on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash PMAP. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at PostModArtPod for future updates and guest announcements, including today's guest. <clears throat> he is an animator whose simple cartoons range from relatable to ridiculous with hilarious results every time. Welcome to the podcast, Dubas Goobas! Is a, that is a very BuzzFeed description of my content. I just say it's whippy-dippy bullshit. I just make stupid shit and little characters move in the loosest way possible and call it cinema. There you go. <laughs> you know, I don't think it's... It's, it's, a, it's a piece of, of high art media. It, it rivals that of Walt Disney. They're fucking shorts. They're fucking, they're fucking shorts. <laughs> and they're, Little doodles. And they're wonderful shorts, and I appreciate them every single time. That's why I wanted to definitely have you on this podcast to talk about how you go forth making them, like just what's going on in your head with creating that stuff. But before I really divulge into what you do make, I want to go back just a little bit. I want to know more or less the origin story of Dubis or the person. Name. <laughs> uh, okay, the name. I can at least tell you the name. I think that should be on record. Okay. It doesn't mean shit. It doesn't mean shit. I wanted to have a name that didn't need any numbers and no one else would have. So I just made garble noises with my mouth until I... Um, got a sound I kind of liked, and I couldn't decide between pick, starting with a D or a G, so I just used both. Yeah, yeah it's literally just because I wanted a name no one else had, and not anything clever. That I mean, you say, yo, a name that no one else had, nothing clever. I still think it's clever, the fact that you came up with something that no one would think of, if that's weird aspect. <laughs> Could have had something with nothing but fucking uh, consonants and no vowels if I wanted <laughs> I'm God. <laughs> I I think I had a buddy of mine that uh I, I did. I have a buddy of mine that like his first album when he was making music, that was literally like what his name was. He eventually went by the name Persona, ironically enough. But it oh, was God. it was like uh like five parentheses with a period in the middle of them, so Christ oh fucking mighty, <laughs> that's pretentious. <laughs> I don't pretend for five seconds that I'm, like, smart for making garble noises, but fuck it. You just name yourself fucking commas and shit? Fuck off. <laughs> Artist formerly named Prince My Ass. Fuck off. Oh, this interview is going wonderfully. <laughs> but, sure. But when I was talking about the origin story, I was more or less just wondering, what exactly got you interested in art and animation in the first place? Oh. Uh, uh, well, I mean, one thing is kind of a mix of two things. One, when I was really little, all I ever wanted to do was make people laugh. No okay. one laughed at me when I was, until I was, no one laughed at my jokes when I was 12 because I didn't really understand how humor was. And then I just kind of watched some internet animations and then it got kind of, der it kind of derailed my brain. But luckily everyone else was also watching the internet animations and their brains got derailed as well. So I got lucky and I kind of <laughs> developed a bit of a sense of humor. And also real life is fucking boring to me. I think all the fucking character designs are shit, overcomplicated, <laughs> nothing funny. I like how they look in cartoons because they look more simple. There's more shit to the point. I guess I really liked, uh, I'm not sure if this is art style, but I think one of the first cartoons like made me really interested was like Chowder. And, oh like, yes. Star Runner. Kind of a mix of that. And also kind of demented stuff like the work of Oni uh, back in the day and Psychic Pebbles, that kind of thing. So it all kind of accumulated. And also the very obvious one, Sir Palo. Yes, I've watched Sir Palo. I've gotten the millions of comments. Yes, I... <laughs> okay, I also want to acknowledge one thing. I've also gotten a comment a lot of times saying my, my, my little guy looks like Sir Palo. There's kind of an accidental reason for that. In real life, I have really fucking curly hair. Okay. So I kind of had to incorporate that in the thing. And also... Um, okay, I'm not short in real life, but I just prefer drawing little stumpy characters. Mm -hmm. And there really was no way around 
that he would end up looking somewhat like that if he was going to look like me. I mean, my hair is more curly while Palos is more frizzy in real life, but I just want to acknowledge that because I've gotten that comment so many goddamn times when I was first blowing up, and now people don't seem to care, but I just put it on the record. Was there anything else you want to clarify? No, I honestly, like, I didn't even anticipate you clarifying anything. This is more information than I anticipated, and I love it. Um, oh, I, really? I, I, could, I could see why people would make that connection, but at the same time, like, you're your own thing and you do incredible stuff on your own. Like, so does Palos. Yeah. I mean, why not? This is more technically impressive. I'm not delusional to that. There you go. There you go. <laughs> not delusional. I don't think I'm some God. <laughs> Fair enough. So when did you go from just like this general love to like the internet animations and stuff to a passion and then wanting to make it your more or less your career? Okay. Um, I think I need to give you some context. I, my, there's an animation I made that I delete, I deleted that um, was, there was that meme with the pog champ thing which was kind of lame with the fucking kill a kill thing mm -hmm. and i had this and there was this girl who thought it was really cute that i had as a co-worker and so for like i made a five second animation of kermit saying it with stupid little drawings and she liked it she didn't date me and honestly she shouldn't have it was cringy but <laughs> i she did share it with a few other people and they said oh that's kind of funny you should do something else it's like okay and so i just started making some shorts and i shit you not after two months of making them consistently i made one about more shoe and i immediately like had 30,000, so it was kind of like, oh, this is this is it now. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. You, you kind of I just... did always want to do something with cartoons, but I was very discouraged because I always hear people saying, oh, yeah, I went to animation school. It was a waste of fucking time, and now I'm in debt, and I'm like, oh. And so I felt like if I was ever going to get anywhere, I'd have to do it independently, and I got fucking lucky because I actually landed on a way to do that. <laughs> no, I do not distress for a second that it wasn't out of luck, and also because I pandered to the algorithm at the right day. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's that's fair, but it's like yeah, I guess you know it, it's interesting how people can more or less like stumble into this kind of stuff because like you said, you just started off trying to impress someone, and yet here you are just like making you know basically weekly you know oh. mini shorts or whatnot. <laughs> In all fairness, I did always enjoy this kind of stuff even before that. I, I do prefer stuff that's, like, more silly little designs that are simple, shit like that. Like, when like I guess Smiling Friends, yeah, I'm not just saying that because it's new and relevant, but I genuinely love things that, like, where every character, there's not humans, every character isn't even a species, they're just, like, weird designs. Mm -hmm. That's always appealed to me way more. So I always at least said if I ever actually did pull off something with comedy, I would want to do it something animated and do something, like, Maybe with that, or at least some kind of, like, just very unique looks. Still simple to process. Right, right. More or less, like, yeah. somewhat of the the, the the Adult Swim, like, at least early on, like, the Adult Swim style of just, like, having these characters and just providing good, funny stories more than anything else. Yeah, it, and you just kind of roll with the fact they're, like, something weird, like a talking fucking milkshake and bullshit. Yeah. And, and that's if you do have an explanation of what you're looking at. Like, fucking, I swear to God, one of the funniest shows in the world to me is Xavier Renegade Angel. And he has oh the, my God, he literally, yes. unironically, he has the most fucking putrid main character design I've ever seen. And that kind of makes it better because he's just, because the whole thing is psychotic as fuck. I've never laughed more consistently at any show because it's so goddamn, like, demented, yet also, like, just... I don't know. That's like I think that's also one of my favorites. But I like I can't recommend it to people because if, if if you don't immediately like take it in, you're probably gonna be either disgusted or horrified. So it's like take your fucking risk, dude. I was gonna say freaking. I remember like. I want to say like middle school or high school, like whenever I wake up for school and like it'd be in that early period to where it's like adult swim is ending and cartoon network was beginning before the bus got here. Or whatnot. I remember watching that show and like part of me is like weirded out with all the weird designs, but part of me is like laughing because haha silly humor or anything else. It looks like a fucking Gmod animation. And all right. 
The textures are so fucking bad. Yet it's television animation. It's so surreal. <laughs> like, listen, even like the worst CG things have like this weird plasticky look. In that show, all the fucking textures are all pixely-ish, but just a little bit. Right. Just enough that it looks bad. And it's like so fucking surreal to take in. Like, this got funded by Time Warner. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, if that was it by itself, I think it's shit, but the rest is so psychotic and so much happens at once that I'm like, holy fucking shit, I can't look away. <laughs> like, it adds to just this fucking psychotic humor. The the only episode... Go on. <laughs> oh, no, you say your part. I was, I, I, <laughs> I was just gonna say... You, know, you just say it, fuck it, I'm tapping out, you say it. I was just gonna say, the only episode that I remember from that show somewhat vividly or whatnot is, like, the episode, I forget, like, some reason, like, Xavier had to, like, go back and forth through time or whatnot, so he did that by, like, smoking cigarettes and eating cheeseburgers or whatnot to, to, to like, make him younger, quote-unquote. Oh, no, 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 he was eating bait, no, 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 he was told that, uh, it would, it would, uh... Lower his lifespan, but he, he interpreted that as him going back. He was eating bacon and smoking cigarettes, and then he goes to caveman times. It's like, that is not how that works. That is psychotic. <laughs> That's the kind of logic this show lives on. It's like, I I, I also like the one where um he, he hates that he looks like a monster, so he decides to try and become a person. And as it goes on, he accidentally causes... um. Sta and it ends up, in the end of the episode, there's a stack of hot dogs connecting to the moon because of a campaign he did and then it go and then the the moon is so cold that the freezing goes through the hot dogs and freezes everybody on the planet alive it's like how did this go from <laughs> this to that that is fucking meth is actual meth in play like that's not fucking it's something you can't explain you have to witness it it's really like if you don't know what i'm talking about i imagine you're having a goddamn headache listening to me talk about this like what are you talking about that's the show you watch one episode, and if you puke, you can bail, but if you don't... <laughs> it is beautiful, art. I can't do it on the spot. I can't do an actual, like, monologue of his on the spot. Maybe the voice itself, but you have to, like... It, it's weirdly meticulous. <laughs> it is absolutely meticulous trying to think of the ways that he would talk. <laughs> I like... I, I don't know, there was someone who said, We are two sides of the same guy. It's like, said like that. It's just, like, stuff that makes no sense. He sounds like that fucking dipshit you meet in college who thinks he read a little about Buddha, and now he's, like, talking like he knows what he's saying, but you think about it for three seconds, he's a complete fucking idiot, and you want him to, you want to smack his face. But it's like that, except he's also a fucking monstrous-looking creep with the worst design ever made. It's just... Yeah. And just think about how much of that humor and especially that era of just like weird animation you've kind of absorbed and put into your own animations as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, Tim and Eric, that kind of thing. Yep. I love that stuff. <laughs> I love absurdism and fucking <laughs> shit like that. Ah, uh, goodness. Like it. Like, people, like, joke about just about how weird it was or whatnot, but, like, if you especially think about it, especially with how the internet has kind of developed or whatnot, they were either ahead of their times or the trendsetters for what became internet humor. I mean, just straight up. Yeah. To be honest, if you look at some, like, it, it, the, the reverence of fucking, the fact that all humor, like, older people is so unreadable, and even if you explain it to, like, a Zoomer, they're like, I think that's it, I don't know. Like, we don't know why we fucking laugh at these weird images of, like, just copyrighted characters with a single letter in front of them it's like that's not a fucking joke we're fucking laughing at it it's like we've been fucking deluded by this weird irreverent bullshit that needs so many layers of context that you fucking lose your mind i i don't know i'm not a fucking expert 
<laughs> no one no one here is saying that you are. Neither am I either. So we're just we're just well, two random guys just having a conversation. That's all it says at this yeah. point. Well, out of curiosity, what's you have another question? I have a good couple of questions. Um, I was okay. actually I was gonna go more into like the animation process yourself because, like I said, we talk about all these. You've already talked about just about a whole bunch of inspirations and stuff that kind of goes into okay. the stuff that you make. So I have to know like more or less what is the process for you for coming up with an idea for one of your random animations? What is the process from thought to actual finished product? Pray to fucking God <laughs> that I get a fucking idea in time without it fucking taking too long. Cause like I just sit in my room and I'm like, okay, think of something funny and it never fucking comes. Sometimes it'll come in two days apart. I have no thing that I'm like, okay, I just go into this little, t this little room and the ideas will appear into that. No, they don't fucking appear. I wait fucking forever to get an idea. And then I end up, and if I don't make the cartoon fast enough, my brain will just stay on it and start hating the joke and then throw it away. And maybe sometimes I'll leave notes of like passing ideas, but sometimes they'll be written so vague that they, I don't remember what the idea was. Like I wrote down like eats a pea and I'm like, that's the concept of the video. And I'm like, that's not a fucking joke. What was I saying? Why does he eat a pea? I don't remember. That's basically the only other thing I do to retain this kind of stuff. Like, uh, it's, um, yeah, the process of getting the idea can be a fucking bitch because my stuff is so open-ended. My brain goes, I can make a cartoon about anything, but I'm like, Okay, but I'm not sure what I'm gonna make. Like, that's right. anything. <laughs> what if I pick something that's dog shit, and how do I know which is good? And sometimes I'm just looking forever for something good, and my brain will give me an idea. So that part of the process fucking sucks. I like when I can get started on something and I have an idea, but if it's just, like, left as a... If you just tell me, be funny, I don't fucking know. I have to make a fucking scenario. I, I don't know how to make a fucking entire little event in my head by default. I just have to hope my brain gives it to me when it wants to sucks i hate it <laughs> no I, I, honestly like i can kind of get where you're coming from especially like with this podcast or whatnot it's like you know hey there's so many different artists out there you could talk to just about any of them well one it depends if they want to talk to me but two it's like yeah that's great i can talk to just about anyone what can i talk to them about because like for some people it's like yeah i got a few pieces here and there but like there's not really much behind that for some it's like they got so much that you want to talk about how am i gonna condense it down to somewhat of a decent scenario <laughs> yeah I mean, it's, I, I kind of get that, but you're just thinking of like options of people to talk to. I have literally a fucking option of any possible concept in the world I can yeah. pick in my head and I make that sound more epic than it is, but it's really just so I can draw it. it. It's overwhelming when you're told, oh, you could make anything and you're like, fuck, which, which part of every, anything. Yeah. So I'm going in circles with this answer. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it makes sense, and I can understand kind of the, the struggle that is there. It's like, it's wonderful that you have the possibility for anything, but it's like, just because you can make it doesn't mean it's something that it's good to make, you know? Yeah, uh, and sometimes my brain is like, just make a sequel to an old one. I'm like, what, <laughs> the, the, I don't have a fucking idea for that either. And sometimes I'm like, well, that this is fucking shit. I'll probably make another Sonic at some point, but, like, I'm probably going to have a few ideas where I'm like, and then Big the, big the Cat of... I can't even think of one right now. Fuck it. That's enough of a point. That's the point, actually. I don't know what Big Cat's doing. I don't. My brain won't let me think of it yet. It'll let me know when it knows. I, it's, it. it's really stressful. No, I, probably like I, my I, least favorite part of the job is thinking of the general premise. I, I don't know what to make it. You know what? That is very fair. That is very valid. And I can understand where you're coming from. Uh, 
I, I do appreciate when ideas do come to your head, though, because some of the stuff you've been able to present out there is absolutely amazing in one aspect for another, um, especially like when it comes to just it, for me, I love like the more mundane stuff, like the stuff that's just like you, your character doing like stupid things, one aspect for another. Um, I have to know, like, just like the concept you kind of illustrated a little bit earlier with kind of the character itself, Dubis or whatnot. What exactly inspired you to like have that as your main character? The little green uh, dude. Easy to draw. Okay, fair <laughs> It's easy to fucking draw. And also, I want to just call out other storytime animators. I made them green because that's my favorite color. Mm-hmm. I don't know why so many of those other storytime animators make the character white and have no other color. It's like, is that really your favorite color is fucking white? I doubt it. I don't think all of them's out as a bad guy, but I fucking hate that his main <laughs> character just looks like all his other background characters. That's so fucking confusing give him a hat <laughs> i wanted to scream that at him for years i'm sure he's a nice guy and this is a very overall a very mild point in life there's probably more important things to talk about like war and shit yeah but while i'm on here fucking give him a hat or something i can't i i hate the I, that your main character looks like all your background characters who don't wear clothes fuck this anyway i, I was gonna say i feel like as I, far as my own character oh wait as far as my own character He's got bumps on his head because I have curly hair. He's got the two little hairs on his thing because I I have like a little bit of hair sometimes. Sometimes I shave it off. Who cares? I just did that for there'd be a few more defining traits, but I wanted to keep him very simple and easy to like animate when I make cartoons. Not too many details because if you do, it's just gonna give you a headache. Uh, yeah, fair enough. And I imagine like the I was gonna say I imagine the green is the fact that if I remember one of your cartoons correctly, you're made out of a toxic goo that is uh, lethal to anyone. Oh, that they change whenever I feel like it. I'm the god of this universe. <laughs> If I suddenly decide he's made something else, I'm going to say it, and you can't fucking stop me because I am God. You know okay? what? That's fair. That's fair. I, I, I want to tell you this. A character could suddenly be alive next time. I could suddenly make the characters have a completely different relationship where one moment they hate each other, then they love each other. And you know what you fucking know? You can't do shit. I am God. You can't stop me. I'm like Vince McMahon in the WWE. I'm going to make these wrestlers do this, and if you get mad that I'm making them not do what you want... <laughs> As a wrestling fan, that as a wrestling fan, I completely and fully understand what you're talking about. <laughs> anymore, but I generally I do watch some old history of like what they would do behind the scenes. I'm mm-hmm. like, God damn, Vince, you are you are a baby, a uh, rich fucking guy, but a baby. Yeah, <laughs> no fucking That's another joke. story. I don't know enough about wrestling to have a good enough conversation here. That's anyway. fair. But I was gonna say, I love how you're talking about you know you being the god and all these relationships stuff like that. And I imagine that goes to your son Gilgamesh as well, having a good relationship with him. I really forgot that I had a son sometimes. <laughs> I haven't used him in a while. I probably should. I, I think the last time he appeared, I was selling dildos in an Adam and Eve ad, and he, I told him to leave the shot. I think he was grounded for, since then. <laughs> Fuck it, that's the lore. I might use him again. I, I'm not sure where, though. But yeah, I also... Oh, by the way, I actually have a context for why I thought of that. What? So... There's this guy, I don't have anything against, uh, there's this guy, I don't know what his name is, but he's like this big storytime animator, I don't remember the name, but he like talks about stuff like, oh, this is how Leafy failed, this is how this stuff goes, it's not as bad as like other ones who are like, this is the time that he did everything, like they do those so fucking, like they bring up the most petty bullshit from 20 right? years ago, and so this guy just talks about the general synopsis of what happened and maybe the effect on YouTube. Well, what he did is he talks about this, but he also has this mascot that's a little duck that doesn't add anything. It's just kind of a duck on the side just because, mm-hmm. and it appears. It doesn't really have to do with his, like, main preaks. So I thought, okay, I'm going to give myself a little cute mascot. But instead of uh, it being an animal, it's going to be child labor. <laughs> that was my logic. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to... Ex- 
exploit a child instead of an animal for and have it not be necessary because let's fuck it it's youtube people are fucking evil on here i thought it'd be funny to have my little fucking exploited little cute character be a fuck my fucking child like the evil like the father of the jackson five i never really completely communicated that in a cartoon i wanted to but i didn't know how to do it without people thinking i myself am evil but it isn't real so i'm not i hope <laughs> There you go. I, I was gonna say, like, I guess, quote unquote, the best example of that, or at least the best parody of that, was whenever you had the the video of quote unquote his first words or what. Oh, yeah, no, that was so rare. I just learned about that mother who was like telling child, like, pretend to try for the camera. I said, but I am crying. It's like, okay, good. That'll get us views. It's like, oh, you were getting fucked. I, I was very angry at that. You should not be recording your fucking children. No, for audience, no, you, you should not. Oh, honestly, I want to say kids should get off the internet, but it's also somewhat unavoidable at this point that they're going to see something fucking weird. Yeah. Like, the amount of kids that knew what the other sex's private parts are went up even more once the internet started. I'm sure it was already a thing, but they learned it a little faster because they're like, what you get? Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like the, at the very least, um, yeah, don't, if you're already rich, don't record your children and make their lives before they're even that cognitive a public to the world because i probably would scar them yeah ruin them like a child star but without as much notoriety in the overall world with no less benefits overall yeah yeah straight up just i i can't agree with you more plus i was gonna say when it comes to the kids on the internet it certainly doesn't help the fact that there are literal like basically like money grabbing people that are dedicating quote-unquote kids channels with some of the most stupid bs oh. possible i i've said this before oh, on no. the i said this before on the internet that those like kids youtube channels are straight up today's version of snake oil like it's something that's supposed oh, to snake oil what <laughs> some of them some of them are fucking like computer generated like they have these fucking templates the animation templates and mm. they look up trends that are popular and they grab a 3d model of whatever that is and it just automatically plays in the in the fucking uh the fucking um, rigs that are set up even if it doesn't look natural at all like it'll be like a human rig but then so godzilla will be popular so yeah. it'll fucking clip beyond belief in the fucking thing and it looks <laughs> fucking atrocious and it's like it, it, it's pure evil it's manufactured stuff i i do hate it but something like that is somewhat inevitable when youtube can get you so much money if you exploit it right which is what's really annoying um i still refuse to believe some of these have like fucking five billion views i mean like listen i expect a few of them to maybe have a hundred million but i know there has to be some bots involved so the odds that any that this many parents are neglectful makes me really goddamn sad like, i would I, not leave my kids with this shit i'm actually right there like, with you <laughs> it's annoying also for the record i'm not acting like the last two opinions oh exploiting children is bad i'm not acting like i'm some fucking messiah for saying this that's kind of a given yeah that's, i'm just it's, saying yeah it's annoying it's kind of i do hate people on the internet they're like hey guys i think child labor is bad and they expect to fucking clap fuck off Hate that. <laughs> it's like I, I think it's annoying. It's like, oh, people. I don't know about you, but I really think that child labor is bad. Yes, we I agree. Let's move wife, on. <laughs> I believe that beating pe beating your wife and your children with a belt—that's not okay. Isn't that brave of me? Uh, no, no. Uh, maybe if you're like saying I'm being beaten and here's my proof, that's brave. But just saying I am so in support of that person for saying they are being beaten—it's like good for you. Fuck off. <laughs> it's straight but up. Anyway. Uh, what was I gonna say? That's my train of thought. Goddamn. <laughs> Absolutely more often than not. <laughs> I've noticed that. Uh, 
Oh, oh, I had a slightly related story. Okay. My brother works at a fucking, works at a YMCA thing. Okay. And he has to, like, watch over these kids. And I told him not to do this, but he did. He told one of the kids about my channel, and apparently uh, she came back the next day and hit him with her coat and said, He swears he's a bad man! <laughs> and I told him, Why the fuck are you telling little children to watch my channel? I swear in pretty much every one of these, and the few that I don't are, mis are like the exception that then misleads someone who thinks the whole channel's cute innocence. Like, I was, I, I wanted to smack him for that. <laughs> don't. Don't show my stuff to little babies. They're not for little babies. That's why characters get thrown in vats of acid and say the fuck word. <laughs> is, is this the same brother that you featured in a couple of videos as well? I have one brother. You have one brother. Is, <laughs> I only have one brother. <laughs> he is the guy who played Mike Matei in my AVGN and played the turtle. That is him. He actually really wants to play Silver the Hedgehog, and honestly, I'm considering it because he is annoying. <laughs> Sorry, that's mean. <laughs> but, but I might let him. I'd say do it at this point. It'd be a fun idea just to go along with the rest of the Brother Sonic series. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I, but not immediately. I like to let these things like rest a bit because yeah. I don't want to spam. I do notice one thing on YouTube. If you have like one golden goose and then you only make videos of that golden goose, you're going to lose identity. And then once you don't have any more entries of it, no one's going to want to fucking stay. Because right. you need to post the other stuff. So they're like, oh, I, I still like the general vibe. So even if this is over... I'm gonna I'm gonna stick around, right. and not all of them will stick. Obviously, like fucking I, I the the reason I don't have as many subs as my most viewed video is a lot of the fucking there were plenty of little kids watching Friday Night Hunkin' when that was yeah. at its peak. I'm not fucking delusional, <laughs> but like I know most of them just saw it and then left, and I'm like that's fine. Like that's just kind of how it is. But like you still need to intersperse with the regular stuff so people like get used to it and just like they just like the person. Then you can establish more of just a general personality on it. It's just my take. That's why I notice a lot of channels will do really good for like a month and then they'll just switch their content and no one wants to stay because you kind of, you didn't like mix it in, put it in between or at least like make it somewhat similar, right. like kind of a half way. That's how I view it. And, and honestly, that's a smart way to do it. I know like for me, whenever I was first learning about your content, it wasn't even the, the Friday Night Hunkin'. I, I'm trying to remember exactly. I think it was the uh, the, the Foghorn Leghorn uh, anime uh, video. Um, that was the one that introduced uh, me to you. So. That's, I, I, I just, that one was just based on a, I just read a copy pasta and then I saw some, there was just this fucking video in the background and for some reason, Someone paid a clip of Foghorn Leghorn and it just snapped in my brain to imagine him like believing in like like extremely conservative values. Like it all just snapped in my head. It's like that is not a normal thought, but I want to do it. <laughs> that is that is not. If I told that to Mel Blank, he'd be so fucking confused. <laughs> he'd be like, "What the fuck are you talking?" Well, he would be like, "What in tarnation is an Evangelion?" I don't even know. I've never watched the show. I just fucking think it's funny. Uh, I mean, it's it's hilarious. It's hilarious how you executed that, just like nailing the Foghorn Leghorn impersonation in the first place. I nailed, I nailed the cadences. I don't think the exact voice, but it was so fucking fun to voice. I can imagine. I can't do. I can't do most of the fucking Looney Tunes. I can't do Bugs. I can't do Daffy. I I can kind of do Marvin, but Marvin's fairly easy. But I I, I was. I can only do like those two, and I'm fine with that because I really, I think. <laughs> Foghorn just makes me laugh just because putting him in scenarios where he's really serious about himself and then someone tells him to shut up is really funny. <laughs> Fucking, just, uh, just fought for the Confederacy. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, that's unrelated. <laughs> Listen to him. <laughs> uh, 
Now, boy, I said, boy, what are you in tide? What in tarnation are you trying to say? You better be careful with what you're about to say, because if you're pro-Confederacy, there's some questions. Time out. Imagine not. Thank you. Imagine not. Thank you. You better be careful before you say what you're going to say. Even I'm not that, but I'm not fucking with that. I was just going to say. Boy, boy, try this hood on. Okay, I'm done. Okay. It was good. Oh, okay, God, we're getting spicy on this further. one. I'm loving it. Uh, <laughs> okay, no further than that. No, thank you. I agree with the beliefs expressed by the foghorn leghorn in the room. Anyway. Okay. I, I was going to say, that was the one that, the, the foghorn leghorn, that was the one that introduced me to you. The thing that I want to emphasize a lot is not only the concepts that you have, but like the writing that you emphasize and like the, the editing that you implement with your videos or whatnot, they're fucking golden. Like, especially one of my favorite tropes that you like to do is like having the random cutoff at the end of the video or whatnot. It's fucking golden how you set like the comedic timing. Like how long is it? I imagine it, it must be like a lot of tinkering to try to get like the comedic beats just right for you. Okay, one, you just spoiled, like, the structure for most of my videos, and now the magic is gone, so fuck you. Anyway, uh, besides that, I don't actually write the videos. I have, like, a baseline, and I improvise it, and if I think of a oh, joke wow. in between, I just add it. I fucking almost always... I just, I'll redo takes until I like what they sound like, but that's why I will only write a script if I have someone else in the video, mm -hmm. like Solid JJ with the Vegeta one and stuff, but yep. for the most part, I don't think I've... I, I've only written, like, four scripts fucking total. They're almost always just me trying to work it out as I go, and then I just, like, hope that I don't slur up the line, but one, sometimes it sounds a lot funnier if I do, so I just pray to God people read the subtitles. But, and I say, fuck it, it's funnier this way. Yeah. Um, the comedic timing, I don't know, I used to do theater in high school, and okay. I was, like, weird, because I was a little more, I was a little more of a pessimist than the other kids, so they'd, like, say, oh, you're really funny, and they talk to me about fucking Hamilton, and I said, I don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was, it was, like, so I guess it's just kind of, because I did some practice with improv in there, I've kind of gotten better with, like, these cadences, also just watching a lot of, um, watching a lot of Oni plays, haha, <laughs> very, very very weed funny whatever but it's it's just like yeah i've i've always been told i'm okay on my feet if i'm in the right mood if i'm not in the right mood i'll just kind of be not talking i mean <laughs> like, yeah, that's cool man <laughs> i mean that's that's fair more or less but i was gonna say like especially knowing that you improvise most of these videos or whatnot that gives me a whole nother level of appreciation for what you do because holy fuck this shit's great man <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you think that. Sometimes I'll already listen to it and say, well, that was fucking stupid. What's wrong with me? I'm never going to get a Cartoon Network show at this rate. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, no, but like, um, I don't have any more input. I'll just thank you for that. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, you say you might not get a Cartoon Network show, but honestly, if you improve on certain concepts, like one that you had posted previously and recently, like reintroduced to the public of uh, uh, yeah, Brett and Brent Sophie. Sophie. Yep. <laughs> okay, I will say that's not completely ironed out yet. I don't even have a setting for that. I don't have, like, I do have some general ideas of the background, but it's mainly just this two characters dynamic that I've set up. Mm -hmm. It's just this fucking stupid, stupid stoner girl who, like, has a valley girl accent who keeps going on about menial bullshit, and this homeless dude who failed art school and his parents hate him, so they kicked him out, <laughs> and he only puts up with him, her, because she's the only person who will buy his shitty art. So he just has to deal with it and wait for death to take him or something, or maybe if Slang gets better, which he doesn't really think will happen. I I will say one thing. I People have accused me of making Brent a self-insert. 
Kind of. I wrote that character before my channel blew up, and I was really fucking depressed and not happy because I was working a dead-end job. And so I don't have that outlook as much anymore. I am a little more fucking grateful for what I've gotten. It's kind of like a past self-insert, and I'd honestly kind of shit on him a little more in the show if he's just being, like, negative for no reason. But to be fair, he is fucking homeless. Yeah. So maybe I won't be that harsh. <laughs> but um, as for that... I was thinking of maybe... I'm still trying to iron out the other details. I don't want it to just be those two, obviously. There'd be some side characters, but right. I don't have a concrete vision. I do need, like, a, the only idea I have vaguely is, like, a landlord who fucking hates skunks <laughs> and doesn't want him to live in Sophie's flat with him. So that's why I can't do it. But I was gonna, I was thinking of making him a little fucking porcupine who's, like, just pissed off all the time. Like, just a, like a plankton <laughs> or something like yes. that. <laughs> Not with the voice, but right. just the general personality. Um, but that's, I don't have a design ready, I don't have it, it's just a vague blob in my head right now. I don't even know what the city looks like, I know it'll probably be in a city or something, that's about it. Like, I might just make this one like, like Bojack, where there's also just humans walking around, I see no reason not. Yeah. I was thinking some animal, and, and I had one idea, because animals and humans are walking around, all the things that are pets are not actually humans or animals, they're like these weird blob things, there's <laughs> this new thing. So anything that's not sentient is just this little... Like these little fucking weird blobby boys, <laughs> little dot eyes and shit, and they have like leashes and fly. So basically, any real life animal is anthropomorphic, human or not, and all of the the animals in there are just these weird, gooey looking things that people just keep as pets and keep calling adorable, even though they're just like repulsive little shits. That's just an idea I had. I was gonna say I can even think of just like an episode alone to where like Brett and Sophie have to like take care of one of them for some reason. It's like, how do we take care of this thing? I don't fucking know. <laughs> It's like, I'm not taking care of... No, no, no. It'd be her insisting that they take care of it because she's like, I need somebody to take care of it and everyone else says I'm not mentally stable. And it's like, they're right. Leave me alone. <laughs> like, he doesn't want to fucking raise her. But she says, I'll, I'll give you a little more money for the commission. And it's like, fucking fine. And he's like, I don't know. Maybe something like that. I, I need to, like, iron that out more because I only have, like, really short, snappy concepts. I also admit, I've seen, like, people transition from... a uh, internet to tv and fail fucking miserably though right. to be fair the ones that fail are usually like really like 10 million sub youtubers who make vlogs and don't even write stories so it's like no shit they weren't gonna write a movie well but yeah. like um i will say my stuff is like one minute long i don't know how my humor would translate in 11 minutes straight of a continuous story mm -hmm. i'd still need to like test that out a bit more and that's like now I'm thinking of maybe making some shorts with them eventually. Not immediately. I at least got the refs done. I did have like a very vague concept where um Sophie is being nice, so she digs a little hole next to her uh outside her apartment and she says, That's a little place you to sleep. He's like, Thank you, that's very nice. And then she goes into her fucking place and she just blasts a hundred gex and he <laughs> wants to die. And then he immediately fucking and the song singing just says, One hundred gex, one gex, two gex, three gex, four gex. <laughs> counting to 100 and she's bobbing her fucking head and then when it's happening you see his bloodshot eyes it's like midnight and then he's like praying to god he says god in heaven i have a request i would like you to have an airplane fly over my head and then i want the knife to land directly in my soul and kill me and i want the fate afterwards to either be me going to the gates of heaven or entering a nothingness that i can't comprehend i would prefer either and please make it soon and immediately you hear a ting and he opens his eyes and it fell one foot from his head and he's like you're fucking doing this on purpose <laughs> that's basically the baseline I, if anyone watches that i just spoiled a video for the future i don't plan on editing that too much <laughs>
That's basically the dynamic. <laughs> if nothing else, I can just give you the audio for this, and you can just riff that. And just nah, I, I, I think I just like it to be more clear, but that's basically the baseline of it. Oh, that's that's brilliant though, and I, I'm loving just every single second you talk about like there's this dynamic and just these characters. Yeah, but again, running. I still don't have everything worked out. I don't have the town. I don't have anyone else to hang out with. I had another vague idea that there's another homeless guy who's a seal, and he's just like the happiest little guy, and Brent just can't fucking stand him, but by all accounts, the fucking, the seal has shit more figured out than him. It's like a Squidward and Spongebob. Yeah. I still want more emphasis on Sophie, because I don't just want to rip off Spongebob. No, that's I want to have the dynamic be a little different. But I do think it'd be a nice little side character. He's kind of like Teddy from Bob's Burgers or yes. something, like in that kind of voice. <laughs> That, that, so basically, just only the two ideas vaguely I have are a porcupine and a seal, and I want to fit a pigeon in there because I like pigeons. That's it. <laughs> I don't know where I'm gonna put the pigeon. I, I, I wanna. I mean, you say you only have like vague ideas right now, but I mean, honestly, that's probably a lot more solid than a lot of people whenever they say I have an idea for something. And the fact that you at least yeah. have the, the foundation for it, like again, it's making me you excited. Want the, <laughs> I know the truth, like. I actually designed those two purely because I heard about this art fight thing. I'm probably not going to do it this year because I'm fucking have a lot of shit I got to do now. But it, it said make OC. No, we people will draw your OCs. I'm like I don't have anything, so I just sat there for like two hours. And I only made it because I had to. I wanted to do an art fight, mm -hmm. and all I thought of were those two mainly. And then I just kind of worked backwards and looked at their designs and imagined them being forced to hang out with each other. And so I fucking, uh, <laughs> and so they only existed out of like a necessity because I wanted to do something kind of fun on the internet, but now it's kind of grown a little more into just stating into a bit more of an idea. I mean, yeah. it's incredible how, like I said, something that came out of necessity, it's incredible how much it's grown and developed into something that's still basically rolling down the hill and developing to whatever giant snowball whenever it impacts the, the base of the mountain or whatnot. And I it might just go nowhere. I don't deny. It could, it could be fucking lost to history. Like, I make the cartoons, like, I make a few shorts and no one cares, and that's just how it is. But, hey, I'm, I'll just be glad I made them. Though I might make a parody or two in between that just because I don't want to just bore my audience because I know it's fucking risky to make a... A complete original on YouTube because those usually don't do as well. But I definitely have a lot more leverage now than I have at any point before. Yeah, that is certainly true. Um, I, I want to go. I want to think back on some of the other uh, videos that you're talking that you had as well. Think of all the videos that you've made, developed, you know, animated or whatnot. Do you personally have like a favorite one? Whether it's how proud you were with the animation or just the humor you were able to implement in that. Okay, I'll probably pick one based on humor. <laughs> I really fucking loved the bat can. Yes. I fucking, I, 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 I think that was so fucking fun because it was such a specific idea of just, I don't know. I just kind of thought of that scenario while I was in, in a shower once and I just kind of got so many ideas all at once. And I just fucking love the idea of just Batman having a little trash can in his belt that he just puts garbage in. It's so fucking pointless and i just worked backwards from there from how to get to that point it was literally like just so i could do that delivery of the fucking bad cat like, <laughs> I, I just i just love pretty much every delivery in that video it's just like simple it's to the point it's funny i will say one thing though i can't stand watching my early stuff because i used to work at a fucking home depot lifting logs over my i was in the lumber department so i had to lift logs all day mm -hmm. and so when i got home i was fucking exhausted right. so i didn't like dubbing the mouths and i liked just having them talk for one frame and they were basically just slideshows at that point i remember getting like really easily angry at people who said this isn't even animation this is a slideshow in hindsight it kind of was but now if i don't put the fucking mouths moving i feel like it's 
not even a cartoon, and I like I can't do something without making the mouths move, even if I have very limited mouth movements. I just have an open mouth and an O, just so I don't go insane, because I'm not gonna draw every single one unless I was like given a big. If, if I'm making this independently, of course, like if I was given a big budget, I'd probably give it a shot. Right. But um, for now, yeah, I I one thing I wish if I could go back is I wish I always made the mouths move because sometimes it makes some of them kind of unwatchable to me. I mean, I, I can understand where you're coming from with that one. <laughs> I, I recently had to look back at some previous episodes of this podcast because I had brought a guest back from one of the early episodes. And, like, I totally get that kind of, like, if you'd been able to do it differently. But if I can just say, like, even, like, back then, even if it was just, like, the slideshows, once again, like, one thing that I've emphasized before is just, like, the humor throughout just all your videos or whatnot is consistently and just consistent and great and i appreciate that with all the videos that you've done um yeah. I, I know for me personally one of my favorite videos that you've done not too long ago was the uh the cheap walk cycle one when <laughs> i was made out of my ass i was like i need to i need to add revenue and i just had this pre-made little thing yep and so i just thought of like i just thought it'd be funny to have a move Dude, I just wanted to fucking use my money because that took me like four hours to draw that little guy totally mm-hmm. at getting all the movements. And I was like, I might as well get my fucking money's worth. I'm not just going to use this for three <laughs> seconds. And then I just thought, I can't just have him say nothing. So I just fucking... I love grabbing shitty MIDI files. That's my favorite <laughs> thing to do. And I remember there was just this one of staying alive that sounded fucking terrible at one point. And I just thought it'd be funny because I remember that part where they're walking down the street in the video mm-hmm. where they're just like left foot, right foot. And he's like acting all like he's like fucking like he's he's saying I'm a ladies man, but he sounds like he's had his balls ripped off. And I just thought it'd be really funny to imagine my little guy walking to the beat of that song. And then there's just that part later where they get to the ah, 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 and the fucking music goes off like and I was like, OK, I know what I have to do. Yeah. So I just tried to do a cover of it with bullshit <laughs> it, was, it was just like a bunch of like different stupid ideas amalgamated into one that just kind of happened like that's that's I, what, I, that's I what i love that's what i love about it is the fact that it's just like it's something that it, it's you reusing stuff so it's like reliability right there going back to the improv of like think of that midi file that you were talking about and just <laughs> dubbing over it and of course your humor at the end was just like the piano going crazy just, oh god the pianist is having a seizure <laughs> I, just, yeah, no. I, I, fucking, I love that joke that's I, probably the best part of the video i die life laughing every single time that part pops yeah, up every time i know it's funny because i like i like most people when they hear that noise they're just gonna think the guy's just slamming his hand on there i think it's funnier if you imagine his whole body is convulsing <laughs> on the fucking piano and no one noticed until halfway through <laughs> it's fucked up uh, yeah i'm not super crazy about that video but i definitely am happy with the ending yeah that video was pretty that video was relatively lazily made but it was kind of the point <laughs> i mean sometimes if, you just gotta shit something out exactly if nothing else i will say you definitely got your money's worth out of that video alone oh <laughs> Um, I can only imagine, like, obviously, like, I'm gushing you with a whole bunch of praise and whatnot, but I imagine, like, just seeing the fact that you've developed this kind of fan base and, like, develop people that love and appreciate just about everything you push out. Like, it's got to be insane for you thinking that you're at this place with this. I can just exploit the shit out of them if I want. <laughs> it's a good thing. 
my god, if I wanted to, I could make, make up a bullshit story about how my life is really hard, and they would irrationally love me, even if I'm totally doing fine and I'm making plenty, plenty enough to survive. Nah, man, I could fucking manipulate these people. That's so neat to think about. Like, I could just fucking ruin people's <laughs> lives. That's awesome. I was like, do you want me to go back oh. and edit this little part out so we can start that crushing stuff? No, I'm joking. <laughs> I want this for the documentary in 20 years. <laughs> It'll be funny. It'll be like, if the signs were always there and we didn't notice, it's like, yeah, dude, you didn't notice, get fucked. <laughs> I think it's fun. Yeah, um... I I I try. I've kind of gotten a little more used to the. This is gonna sound so fucking conceited. I'm sorry, but I admit I've just kind of gotten used to having a big number. That sometimes when I say it out loud, I'm like, yeah, that's that's what I have. And then when I say it to other people, they're like, what the fuck? And by all accounts, I really think about. it, I'm like, no, the guy having the what the fuck reaction is definitely the more rational and less crazy response, actually, by every means. Like, you, they might sound more surprised and insane, but it actually kind of is. And the fact I'm treating it all mundanely kind of makes me feel like I'm, I'm kind of uh, ungrateful. <laughs> no. But, uh, yeah, I just kind of get used to it eventually. I will admit, I am unironically trying to get to a million someday, but I've officially jinxed it because I said it out loud, so it's not going to happen. Well, I mean, you're only, like, what, 70% of the way there or something? No, not, not even that. 22%. Yeah, 72% we're there. So, I mean, it's only a matter of time if we both don't jinx it, it is if i can keep this current pace it's weird i was actually my channel was kind of dead in the first three months of the year and then i and then i did another hunk in, and then i made the harley quinn and then that gave me this big boost the past few months so i'm gonna see if i can keep this hill going up or if it's gonna go back down because i actually only made like i only had like two thousand new subscribers in february and then mm. i had like almost a hundred thousand in fucking may <laughs> it's like this shit is so fucking stressfully unpredictable. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry to talk about analytics. I know everyone fucking hates. I remember in 2016, I remember people were really funny, and then suddenly everyone was talking about their own analytics. And I was like, I don't fucking care! <laughs> I remember every time. And now I'm a hypocrite, because I just brought it up too. But, like, I do remember fucking hating that, and it just made it so hard to just enjoy these by themselves instead of feeling like I'm a little pawn. And I know I'm a pawn, but don't make me aware of it. Don't make me think about it for more than three seconds oh, come on it's going <laughs> but yeah that's uh that's my, that's my ramble about um how i don't know what the question was i think i just want to rant about that irrationally like an asshole <laughs> it, it's good the question i asked was whether or not you were amazed with kind of the the community oh yeah then i guess it was somewhat okay it was somewhat relevant yeah it okay, was, it was mildly relevant. Relevant. <laughs> okay well i think that's my gist of it uh anything else um <laughs> I want to go back a little, just a little bit, because I forgot to ask you sooner. Like, you, obviously, you've had like a ton of videos, a ton of ideas, a ton of characters that you've been able to toy around with and whatnot. Is there a character or concept that you want to eventually like go back to and just like create a video for, or just like have some fun with it again at some point, other than Brent and Sophie? Probably make a sequel to the Phoenix Wright one if I had another idea, but I don't. <laughs> I mean, that's basically the gist of the game. She gets arrested for the most stupid fucking scenario in the world, and yeah, I think is there one i would go back to i mean i guess brent and sophie that one's obvious i do want to make another one of those maybe mm -hmm. a few i'll see how they do but even if they don't do well i might just make them for me um because i just like the idea of like trying to i i remember i mean basically listen sophie is basically like the girlfriend hunkin where she's just this fucking stupid ditz who doesn't know what's going on and i thought i'd just try and give that personality to an original character i will say another one with like an original personality i liked 
I really like doing the voice of Tails in the fucking Sonic shorts. Yes. <laughs> I want to make a little character. I'll probably make the I'll probably make the little pigeon a little boy that just goes up to Brett and says, "Why are you holding? Why are you by a house?" Like something like that. That's probably like a little side character. Right there. Um, School is for fools. School is for fools. But you're also homeless, so I don't know if that's true. Because you aren't in school and you're dying. Yeah, yeah I guess so. <laughs> Thanks, okay, kid. I was just wondering. Funny. <laughs> I, I, yeah. So if I were to go back and revisit a video, I mean, besides Brent and Sophie, maybe the Phoenix Rive again idea. I had an idea of doing one called Danganronpa for okay. people who haven't played it, which I think could be a fucking gamble because those people are fucking nuts <laughs> who like that fucking shit. As someone who played it, yeah, uh, that's basically it. I mean, at least you understand the source material, and if you were to go forth with it, it's not like you're doing it just maliciously. You're just doing it because you just want a quick fucking laugh. No. <laughs> Maybe I should be malicious. I mean, they're assholes. <laughs> I don't know. They've doxed people for having different favorite characters. Have you seen that? Uh, yeah, like I thing. I recognize that the fan base is a, is a unique one, to say the least. <laughs> a terrible fan base and has terrible fucking lore the individual trials are fun but if you every time it always crumbles because the guy who made it has no idea how to build a fucking world <laughs> that's like his big flaw he's good at like individual little things he's not good at the big picture right that's how i see it but i stick around because i like those little things enough there you go anyway <laughs> um uh, well, I, I will say, first off, dude, I just wanted to, this is probably one of the most unique and high-energy interviews I've ever had, and I've been loving every single second of it. But, I've not watched any of the other ones because I'm above you. No, anyway, and you know what? You're valid. Here. I completely understand. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing against anybody you've interviewed. I've just had to do shit. <laughs> but for this next question, if I may, I want to give you more or less the dream scenario, if I may. Let's say I am Big Shot Mr. Moneybags right here. I get the opportunity. I come to me like, look, Dubis, we know you can do incredible stuff, and we know all we need to do is just give you that little extra boost, if I may. We have connections to anyone and everyone in the entertainment industry, and more money than should be possible. We should probably be making sure that, you know, entertainers and content creators are, you know, taken care of, but uh, they're doing that on their own anyway. Um, so I have all the money in the world? No, I'm buying every country and making them have to make my god. I'm not making your show. You said I have all the money. I'm yeah. buying. For, I'm just buying countries becoming god the end I'm, i don't need a cartoon so that's okay, it. sorry that's I'll, that. take your, I'll take it seriously well so what's your point uh from here the question is if given this opportunity what would be the dream goob the dubus goobus project probably just try making i mean for now i'd probably just try to make the cartoon of brent and sophie like on adult swim or something and hope it goes somewhere okay maybe cartoon network and i can dumb it down a little but i don't know how many kids would want to watch a homeless guy be uh, want to kill himself <laughs> maybe i maybe i'd just make him bullied if it was for a kid's show but i mean i mean my designs could be fine for a kid's show on themselves i'd probably have to flatten sophie god forbid um <laughs> uh but uh I mean, I, I probably would just try and work on the Brent and Sophie thing. I really want to make a comedy like uh, like Chowder or something, or go. even like Aqua Teen, just like fucking absurdist, stupid that people just like have fun with. Maybe maybe at the end I'll just suddenly become fucking lost, and then it'll be about a miscarriage, and we'll go, what the fuck is going on? But mine will be intentional because I want to see the world burn. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it in. I'll do it with the express purpose to make people suffer, not because I think I'm a fucking auteur, because my video game humor is so good, I can totally write a subplot about a miscarriage. 
<laughs> fucking that's still i know everyone knows that story <laughs> yeah. at this point but that's still the most like that's the most delusional shit i've ever heard oh yeah guys i, I just made a video about mario doing uh, mushrooms anyway fucking fucking textless miscarriage video game boy right what the fuck Still baffles me. Uh, uh, it's baffling me just hearing about it. But... Oh yeah, do you know about it? No, I honestly don't. Okay, it's just it was a comic called Control Delete. And oh wait, okay, never mind. I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, yes, I, yes. okay. And then he just suddenly introduces a miscarriage subplot. It's like, okay, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> This is like this is like fucking this is like an episode of Chowder where truffle where Panini has abortion. It's like what are you fucking doing? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> oh god. God, that Panini. what what was that guy fucking thinking of like introducing some like subplot like that? What Buckley, <laughs> Buckley was a little uh little little more confident about his skills than were than anyone really would have thought. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, on the bright side, it certainly yeah. left an impact because look at all the memes based on that stupid bullshit. Yes, but it's all to make fun of him. Exactly. It's literally all. I think I realize what the joke is. The fact that the miscarriage is so forced and so shallow that people then make that shape because they want to make it shallower. That's the joke. The joke of it becoming more abstract just to express how shallow his fucking portrayal of a miscarriage is. I think I figured out the joke. It's all just to make fun of how how needless it was and how fucking no one cares it's funny it's like really abstract but once you get it it's like the funniest fucking thing in the world even to this day it's like that one meme that i don't think i'll ever completely hate it's just making fun of uh, it's just it's making fun of an artist who is way too fucking arrogant about what he's making like i'm it's like my cartoons suddenly like saying hey guys time to make a stance on ukraine i think russia's right like what the fuck would i do that I just laughed at fucking little anime characters being thrown in jail and now i'm gonna make it about fucking politics no. oh your fucking place no your fucking place exactly but going back to the last few questions i have we gotta get down from the dream scenario of brett and sophie sadly we gotta get back to reality and i'll ask the ever so generic question where do you hope to see yourself five to ten years from now i want to either make a show or be a voice actor or both okay. i want a voice i have another dream i want to be the voice of some tumblr sexy man who all the fucking nerd girls on twitter go crazy yes for. then i immediately want to then i immediately want to release voice files of him saying the most repulsive shit in the world and then i'm also gonna have him say by the way i'm not i'm homophobic and i want them to fucking scream I, I'm not even saying that because I, I support those beliefs. I just want to see those people scream and squirm. That is my other dream. You want to, like, crush either everyone's dreams. Uh, yeah, so either make a show, be a voice actor, like, in the industry, or both. There you go. There you go. I I, I will say when it comes to the voice acting thing, I'm trying to also get into that myself, so I'm right there with you everyone with trying to <laughs> Yeah, everyone. Everyone sure, with the I microphone is. So. I remember there was a guy I met who was like, Dude, I could be a voice actor, man. It's like, okay, do a little kid. Hey, I'm a little kid. I'm like, it's your voice, but just like tired. Or he's like, no, it's not. Little kid. I'm like, I'm gonna be in fucking One Piece one day. Just watch. I'm like, well, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Then made a video that was just of, like him playing Overwatch without any of the audio edited, and I was like, you're not gonna take off. No. You're not. <laughs> it's been dead for four years. There you go. Uh, Although I, I will say, he said he wants to be a part of One Piece with how long One Piece is and how it's going to be. I, I, there might be an opportunity like 20 years down the line. I don't know. Um, oh, boy. 
I believe like the one guy who made One Piece ram said, I think we're reaching the halfway point. I'm like, you're fucking mental. You're fucking mental. Holy shit. As we start to wind down the interview, I just have one last question I want to ask. Obviously, you're deeply entrenched with art and content creation as a whole. How oh God, I study the Mona Lisa every day. I'm one of the highest artists of my time. People have told me, oh, um, do you think how how do you look up to people? I'm like, I don't look up to anybody. I'm the peak of animation. I made Crash Eats a Wumpa Fruit for 36 seconds. Go fuck yourself if you think you're above me. Anyway, what's your question? God, you did do that video and I loved it. It's going to be odd transitioning that to, like I said, you deeply trust yourself when it comes to art. How important is art not just for you, but for the world as a whole? Uh... Doctors are more important. Fair. No, that, that's not valid. That's, that's valid. That's valid. Uh, be realistic here. I will say one thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, technically, a doctor or a fucking the chef, all that stuff. Anyone who can like keep everyone living, that is better. But fucking god, do you really want to live in a fucking tribe where no one can tell a story, no one can make a drawing, where I'll just live in the woods and eat fucking beer? I say we need to fucking have a little art, or we won't we'll go fucking crazy. I've met people that like say I don't actually read art. Art isn't real, and if you believe in it, you're, you're crazy. And then I watch, and the guy like goes on a fucking white supremacist march. And I'm like, I think you need to like chill out, maybe stop. <laughs> like you're getting into your own fiction. What the fuck are you talking about? Like it's it's. I think that art is what keeps us from going fucking insane mm-hmm. and is what keeps us at least entertained. And there's lots of trash, but some of it is like, God damn it, I had a fucking terrible day. I need to relax. And if you're never given that chance to relax, you're going to lose your mind. I guess if maybe people cope in different ways, but I feel like art is a really fun way to finally just find a way you can do it that you really can't, ju- that won't get as repetitive because you can make fucking anything. You can play a sport, you can run, all that stuff. If that's how you see getting wind- winding down, that's fine. But that stuff is usually plays out almost exactly the same way. It's never the same with art. And I think that's what makes it fun is just you can do fucking anything. There you go. There you go. That is wonderfully worded if I do say so myself. Uh, For something that I thought off the top of my head and might (laughs) pull out of my ass, for all I know, I'd be uninformed as hell. I don't know. You wouldn't be the first person to pull something out of their ass when it comes to this question. Um, (laughs) But that's Uh, that's all the questions I have for you. I've already showered you with a whole bunch of praise, but I want to stroke your ego just a little bit more because it's my podcast. I do what I want. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I've already gone on and on just about how much I appreciate the animation, the humor, what you like to to put out there because honestly like it it's a good like relaxation for me more than anything else it's a good way it's a good little mini escape for me just seeing just some of this ridiculous and hilarious stuff just being pushed out there and knowing just kind of that you have that appreciate knowing what you're able to put out there and knowing that you know you're just a, a, a person just pushing out good content at the end of the day. Like I, I love that. And I cannot get enough of that and getting to talk to you, getting to really feel your energy and your vibe more than anything else. I fucking love you a million times more for what you do. So at the end, at the, at the long and the short of it, thank you for what you do. Seriously. I, I cannot appreciate how much you've been able to, to help not just myself, but a lot of people just get through the day. So thank you for what you do say thank you so i come off as relatable to stupid stands on twitter and then they defend me anyway thank you <laughs> but for real for real i do appreciate that i try not to get too fucking up my ass because that's been i've watched enough of those fucking youtubers like downfall videos before yeah. i blew up and it was almost always of them like taking their shit way too fucking seriously even though they play fucking let's plays but 
I do appreciate it despite all that. Like, it is very nice to know that I'm giving you something to enjoy. And that is my main goal. All I've ever wanted since I was little was to, like, have a career making people laugh. And if that's working, then fuck it. I'm happy to hear it. Thank you very much. You're doing a good job with that, and I sincerely hope you get to keep it up for Lord knows how long. Um, I hope. For, for those who may not... I hope I can at least do... I just hope I can do comedy in some form till I die. Will it always be YouTube? Maybe not, but I just want to have something like that. That's my dream. And I, again, I'm right there with you. For those who may not already know your humor and may not already know your videos, go ahead and plug yourself for the people at home. I'm Dubis Goobis. I'm in the fucking title of the video. Why did you click this? <laughs> you should have fucking known. Unironically, if you have gotten this far and don't know who I am yet, I think you're brain dead and I hate you. <laughs> you should know that by now. I literally, like, I if you are legitimately offended by me saying that, then I think you are uh, you are not cognitively alive and I don't respect you. But if you know that I'm joking, good on you. Please watch my videos on YouTube. There's my, there's my response. Do you have any final words before we sign off? Uh, I'm only doing it for the money. Fuck the fans. Thank you so much for sticking around to the end. If this is your first time listening, I greatly do appreciate it. Uh, man, was, was Dube something else? <laughs> the the conversation that we just essentially had, the conversation that he essentially just had with me or whatnot, that's the conversation I crave, more or less, guys. Just, just kind of, it, it didn't even feel like an interview. Like, I know I was more or less just asking questions the entire time, but it, it just felt like just fucking two guys shooting the shit about stuff just goofing off it was a fun interview uh dubis if you are listening and you got to this part like i i sincerely do greatly appreciate you taking the time to to do this it, it was fun and uh yeah <laughs> god i i don't even know like how that that man has a gift all right i don't know how to describe it but for fuck's sakes he was he was on a whole different level, and I was all for it. Like, if nothing else, like, the conversation today just truly emphasized what I want to see when it comes to creators. They're just having fun with this shit, you know? They're having a good time, they're pushing out the stuff that they want to, and they're, they're, they're having fun. That's the one thing that I always see through when it comes to Dubis' stuff. It's just, at least to me, he seems like he's having fun. You know, it's probably a lot of time or hard work and effort, even for something that may seem simple. But I also know that, you know, considering the goofy content that he just puts out there, I mean, it's it, he's just having fun. That's all I can ask for. That's all we should be able to ask for when it comes to these artists and content creators and such. So with that, once again, Dubis, thank you for what you do. You know, that, that mentality I want you guys uh, to carry with you, if I may. With whatever sort of fun, creative content that you want to push out there, just remember to have fun with it. 
it, it should be fun to to push out the stuff that you guys want to. You should be having fun. You should be having a blast. And people will recognize it. They will see it. They will gel with it. And they will love it. So have that mentality going forward. Do the fun stuff. Have fun. Have fun. 